Uh, hey, hi everybody. Welcome back to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. Um, it's only been a couple days since we last recorded. Uh, but we didn't record very long last time, so this is probably gonna be like a two intro episode, actually. <laughs> uh, hey Jules. Hi. Hi. Um, what's, what's going on? How are you? Uh, I'm good. I... I suddenly remembered again for the third time today that I've got a 3,000 word assignment due for school in a couple of days I still need to work on, but we got time for this. No, no sweat. Yeah, easy. Yeah, got it. it's, it's, it's fine. I'm very good at bullshitting and padding out word length. I 100% believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna close up all these tabs except for Homestuck. I need to read that. <laughs> yeah, don't close that one. We kind of need I'm that. I'm not gonna close that. Um, it, we didn't cover very much last time. Do you remember what happened? So, let me think. Uh, oh, God, that's right. It's Muppets. So that, yeah, actually, that pretty much covers a lot of it. Muppets. Like this, those um, plush rumps. Those plush rumps, Molly. The plush rumps. Uh, Lil' Cow? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I actually locked Lil' Cow away, and now you brought him back out. Okay. Cool. What's I still I don't understand what your issue with Lil' Cow is, but okay. It's terrifying. Look at that thing. That... Little Cow's fucking cool. No, Little Cow moves on his own, and puppets shouldn't do that. Yeah, I guess that's true. They shouldn't. Um, I'm not here to disparage puppet rights, but they shouldn't move on their own. <laughs> um, John started beating up some imps. Yeah, he rode a pogo down the stairs. Which was fucking awesome. Uh, and then, in true John fashion, he fucking beefed it. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Um... And yeah, he's just currently think... done some sweet parkour to get out of the way. Yeah, he just did some sweet parkour to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much all we covered last time. We did not re- get to read very much. No, not uh, a huge amount. No, but we have a chance to fix that now. Mm-hmm. So I guess, uh, yeah, after that sweet, that nice abscon dude, as the comic says, mm-hmm. uh, let's go with next. And. Oh, oh shit. Rose drags in the fridge. And oh man! Blocks off the doorway and kills uh, one of the imps, and a bunch of cookies fall off the top of the fridge. Well, yeah, because I like that. Cooking. This fridge, a fits perfectly into this archway, but the cookies on top are just shoved off. <laughs> everything in John's house pretty much just fits perfectly into every other thing in John's house. I think Rose really enjoys that from like a gamer point of view like oh this is perfect oh she just loves the aesthetic yeah yep it's just a good feel and just this fucking imp just these imps have been more imps have been killed by inanimate objects than they have by like John oh yeah absolutely um so yeah the refrigerator level up for slaying the imp the refrigerator skyrockets up the echelon to a new rung five star general electric and earns 285 boon dollars Things are really looking up for this feisty appliance. I love this. This is a great gift. This is a great <laughs> gift. I enjoy it so much. It's pretty great. <laughs> uh, well done, John. Polite congratulations. I do enjoy that we're seeing the uh, Wayward Vagabond's whole like deal with the human etiquette book is showing now. Yeah, right. He he was looking at the human etiquette book when we last saw him, and now all of his commands are in lowercase. Mm-hmm. And very like very uh, and much polite. politer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we go into the study where John was before, and there's an imp with a bunch of playing cards. 
And a fucking uh, and a top, top hat. hat. Yeah, and a fucking top. That's a dapper imp. <laughs> For some reason, you feel a sense of positive reinforcement. Wherever that feeling's coming from, it sure is a welcome change from your erratic moods earlier. Now, my civil fellow, I have a well-mannered query to ask. Uh, do you want to take Rose? Uh, I guess, sure. I'm happy with whatever. We'll use Rose for now. Okay. I, bl- yeah. I blocked the entrance to the study to give you some space to work with the designix. John, Imp's behind you. Should I take care of it? You trapped your PDA again, didn't you? Why did you have to pick up all that stupid shaving cream? So pointless. God. Oh, John, buddy. <laughs> I just like that Rose, like, c- come on, come the fuck... John, John, Jesus. you fucking dumbass. John, you uh. fucking dumbass, God. Uh, Rose, drop something heavy on one of those imps. Oh, there's a, a safe. Oh, there's a safe, that's right. Oh, and a card under it. Ooh. Oh my god. Wait. And Rose picks up the safe and <laughs> drops it from the ceiling all the way down <laughs> under that imp. Uh, it looks like the imp dropped a card, too. It looks like it did... This is some we- some real fucking Looney Tunes-esque bullshit. Like, she didn't need to yeah. do that. No. She really didn't. No. Uh, John, might I bother you for a can opener? Oblivious to the commotion behind you, suddenly you find yourself pondering the whereabouts of a can opener. You think there's probably one in the kitchen, but the path is blocked by your refrigerator. Man, this imp is freaking out now, like, there's a safe come from? <laughs> His friend just got murdered behind him! Yeah! Like a, like Wiley Coyote style, like... <laughs> just, just, you, like, you see just a fucking Acme stamp on the fucking safe, like... Oh god, that would be so good. Uh, next. John is completely unresponsive. What the hell's that nincompoop doing? What is he doing? John! John! John, you... You were doing so well. You were doing so well. (laughs) What is this painting? Like... I mean, if you look in the upper left corner of the painting... Um, Why is there an arm coming out of the painting? Why is there an arm coming out of the painting, Molly? Why is there an arm coming out of the painting? Mm. Well, years in the future. But let's not get totally carried away here. A studious eye darts about a page like a honeybee gathering the nectar of wisdom. Ooh, let's have a look. So if we click that, uh huh. Uh, WV is reading this book <laughs> uh, with a bunch of phrases on it, such as please, thank you, you are welcome, good day, how do you do, splendid, and you? Uh, which leads to gratification and further courtesy. <laughs> uh, I... Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah? So... WV rips out the page and then just stops eating it. Yeah. We then see the next page. Um, elixir known as tea, which is pretty good. That's really good. Everyone is polite. Yep. Er- Absurd uh, vestige fourth digit is cantilvered. Do you know why they actually do that? Uh, no. So the reason is... Uh, the way you actually hold a teacup... And when you actually place it down with your pinky extended... It actually... Um, basically, how do I put it, is a cushion? So that way you don't just clack the teacup against the dish, you actually uh, the pinky stops that from happening. Mm, so it means you don't cause like a commotion. Bullshit. Yeah. It means you don't cause a commotion in the tea room. 
Okay. I've been okay. to I've been to high tea on multiple occasions because I'm you very fancy. Fancy motherfucker. Yeah. I've been to high tea in London. I'm out here like a fucking peasant. <laughs> it's like that one time when I was telling you about dumplings and you told me you'd never been eating them, but you're going to a dumpling place and then you asked if they yeah. had burgers there. I didn't ask that. You You kinda did. No, everyone was making fun of me. <laughs> because I wasn't sure if I would like the dumplings and wanted backup food just in case. Yeah, burgers. Which is like... <laughs> I mean, that is my backup food, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Listen, I distinctly remember it being along the lines of you wondering if there was burgers there or nearby. I mean, like, nearby for sure. <laughs> just like, you just take a bite of dumpling, you just get up and go to, like, the jack-in-the-box next door? Like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Please, you... I could do better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, let's go back, and next. Uh, and we'll go back to game FAQs. Oh boy. Uh, so, looks like Rose is taking some screenshots. <laughs> um, tiny URLs. Yeah. Um, and they all have today's date, 413, on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're labeled Sprite, Power, Internet, Build, Prototype, Disconnect, Nana, Weirdo, Designix, Grist, Up, Steed, Barbasol Bandit, really, and hmm. How many of your own files will be labeled hmm? <laughs> Not a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few. Just a few. Uh, so we see a couple screenshots. Uh, the sprite one shows Nana Sprite following John around. Mm-hmm. Actually, that like, wasn't even Nana Sprite. That was still no, no, Harlequin Sprite. Yeah, Harlequin Sprite. Um, just some other stuff for when he's walking around uh, during the first flash that we had with the mm-hmm. walk around. Um, and, you know, showing John using the computer and the internet still working. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. And an example of how to build. I do like that she took a screen cap of John riding the pogo and called it Steed. Yeah, it's cute. That's, that's pretty good. Um... John trying to talk to his sprite, it looks like here. Yeah. Um, Barbasol Bandit is John spraying the Barbasol on top of the pogo while he's riding it. Yep. Uh, And the caption is, yeah, I I have no idea what the fuck he's doing here. (laughs) I just like that Uh, one with the fucking uh, screen cap of Really, it's when the safe was dropped and it opens, and there's another fucking Colonel Sasuke's book. Of, yeah, the Colonel it's, just, just, it's just like another one of these things. Really, Eggberg family. Really, really, mm-hmm. just really. <laughs> uh, and hmm. Oh uh, shit! Is that Rose can't look into his dad's room. Yeah. Uh, so the caption for this is a view of his kidnapped father's room. I can't see in here for some reason. Perhaps this is because John himself has never entered the room. It is possible that I can see only, in a sense, what John can see or has seen already. I've not found the time to discuss this with him yet. If he enters the room, the question may answer itself. That's actually kind of creepy. It's a little weird, right? Yeah, just like, here's a room. Oh, it's only static. Whoops. Some real adventure zone shit. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say maybe like Marble Hornets as well. To make a real deep pull into creep- creepy pasta bullshit on the internet. I mean, Ashley loves that, so 
I mean, so do I. God, I hate it. I, I got into, I got real deep into Marble Hornets and Everyman Hybrid, the semi-spiritual sequel series. Yeah. Yeah. That, mm, that went to another whole place, which I didn't like for multiple reasons, but Everyman Hybrid was, Everyman Hybrid had a, like, stronger start than Marble Hornets, at least, but, oh, it went to places. Got it. Let's not get too deep into it. No. Uh, Rose, construct a loft above John's room. Uh, she has 80 grist again, and she started copying the chimney to build a support for probably another floor here. This is such a fucked up house now. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Um, next. And, yep, she puts down another layer. Alright, uh, next. Uh, and, oh, she uses the railing... Oh. That was around John's balcony to turn that into a ladder. That's smart. Uh, fairly clever. Ladders seem to be a bit cheaper than stairs. Which okay. seems fair. Yeah. Uh, fellow John, it appears we have reached an impasse. Uh, John is jo about to get attacked by an imp. While he's having an existential crisis about a can opener. Yes, it seems so. The opener dilemma remains unsettled, most unfortunately. It is unfortunate, I guess. What are we talking about again? Did Rose just murder another imp without us seeing and Rose, it? <laughs> yeah, and Rose dropped a bookshelf on the imp behind John, oh, because John is... Uh, John would be stuck. dead if it weren't for Rose. Yeah, WV is kind of wreaking havoc, unfortunately. Uh, but it has been a pleasure nonetheless. Thanks for the courtesy. It's not really necessary, but thanks anyway. <laughs> oh, but thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Rose oh, and Dave are both pestering John. Rose is slapping him with a hat. Uh, and all John has in his head is WV, please and thank you. He's a little... He's having a bit of trouble focusing. Yeah, John's got some stuff going on. It sounds like the commands are affecting him. Almost. Um, thank you so very, very much, dear favorable small primate. And, <laughs> and cut back to Rose with her face in a pillow screaming. Been there, done that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I shall take my leave now, John. Until next time. Uh, looks like she's being pestered maybe by John, but definitely by Dave. Definitely by Dave. Uh, did you say the command? Uh, yes, I did, actually. Okay. Wait, where did all the sweet loot come from? And why is there suddenly a crumpled hat on your head? Oh, right, that's the hat from the imp Rose just freaking yep. murdered. Yep, just okay. Just smashed. Mm -hmm. Uh, John, gather grist, examine design X. Feeling especially economical with your behavior suddenly, you scoop up all the grist in the room and turn your attention to the punch design X all in one fell swoop. The design features a countertop station design with a keyboard setup, not unlike an old-fashioned computer. There's a blinking red light and a diagram etched into a panel. Uh, next. Uh, and we look at it, huh. and it says... Looks, it looks like it's telling us to flip a card over... Uh, and then there's an arrow pointing to a keyboard and inserting a card into something. Huh. Well, I'm guessing yeah. there might be something written on the 
back of the card. I guess we'll see later. Maybe, yeah. Alright, uh, Rose, answer Dave. Uh, I'll take Dave. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Why am I getting this stupid game for you? You're the one who should be wrist deep in puppet ass. What is the specific problem? The problem is I am up to my goddamn neck and fucking puppet dong. You know you like the mannequin dick. Accept it. I am enrobed in chafing, wiggling, god-fucking-damn puppet pelvis. An obscenely long, coarse Kermit cock is being dragged across my anguished face. Let's put this into perspective. You put up with the puppet prostrate because you love it. Also, coarse is a good word. You don't seem to harbor any sympathy for the fact that I've burrowed fuck-deep in a lively, fluffy Muppet buttock. I'm whirling in a terrible cyclone at the epicenter of my own personal holocaust of twitch and foam noses. It's like a fucking apocalypse of perky proboscis in here. Like, the prospocalypse, I guess. Are you going to start rapping about this? What? No. No, listen. Prong of flesh, bereft of home. Found solace twixt a cleft of foam. No, oh Jesus. Of apocalypse your thoughts eclipse. A painted pair of parted lips. A dare through kiss to stir the air. A teases tufts of orange hair. And though faces flush in lovers' fits, hands snug and plush as gloves befit. Oh, Dixonson, if you could shut your perfumey trap for a half second, this is serious. I'm just saying, if I see one more soft bulbous bottom being like, kind of jutting out and impudent or whatever, I'm gonna fly off the handle. And do some sort of fucking acrobatic fucking pirouette off the handle and win like a medal or some shit. Now let's hope there will be a squishy derriere somewhere below the handle to break your fall. I had to try really hard not to laugh during all of that. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Problem is, I'm up to my goddamn neck and fucking puppet dog. <laughs> God, that's real good. It's real that's good. That's real good. I I literally had to bite my tongue. <laughs> you can laugh. You're allowed to laugh. No, like, I want to laugh afterwards, not during right. the actual reading. Oh, cause... no, I completely understand. <laughs> uh, John, observe back of the first visible capture log card. You flip over the top card containing your pogo ride. Anytime oh, you capture log something, a new code appears on the back of the card. You've always wondered what that code was for? Damn, these things are hard to read. But then you've never really found any reason to decipher them. Until now, perhaps? Oh, that hurts my eyes. Yeah, it's... It's just a lot of color. It's a lot of color and some lines. It looks like there's it's... some kind of CAPTCHA code on it. Oh, it's like some... It's like a someone tried to hide a CAPTCHA code inside of, like... A magic eye painting, and then they drew over that, and then also put it through a filter as well. Yeah. Ugh. Um, John, examine reverse side of hammer card in Strife Specibus. Looks like the cards from your Strife deck have codes, too. This one's not as bad. No, it's but... not as bad. Like, the other one was so blotchy, this one's just, like, This squares. one's readable, but you might have to take some guesses. Yeah. Uh, John... Enter capture code as seen on back of Pogo Ride card. You enter the code DQMMJLEK into the keyboard. At least you think that's what the code is. The red light switches off. A green light begins blinking. Ooh, uh, John, insert card. 
Uh, he puts in his pogo card, and it punches it. Uh, John, type in NZ7UN6BI. Zed. Shut up. Listen. In the interest of due diligence, you enter the other code and repeat the process with that card, too. Both cards are now punched with different hole patterns. John, attempt to retrieve Pogo from card. Oh, well, that should just be a simple matter of... Uh-oh. Looks like it's trapped now. You don't see how you can access the item anymore, or store a new item in there, for that matter. These cards are pretty much useless now, and the items they contain are toast. But maybe not all is lost. Recalling from your experience with the pre-punch card, you may be able to use the cards to replicate the items in question. Assuming you got the codes right, that is. So... Wait. Remember when we used the pre-punch card to make the totem? That he card? Right. Yeah. What if we punched, put these cards in there and hey. had the thing make new items for us? Okay. Interesting. Alright, well, uh, John, mash keys heedlessly. Not quite through with your cowboy empiricism just yet, you mash the keyboard to generate a random code. You enter DSKJHSDK. The design stops after you eight characters, which appears to be the maximum length for a code. The green light goes on, signaling its readiness for a card. <laughs> Next. You figure you might as well burn the shaving cream since the product is not exactly at a premium in your household. You also figure you might as well merge the two cans into one card. You're a little sad that your dad isn't around for this. You have a feeling he would get a real kick out of the idea of duplicating more shaving cream. Yeah, John's dad would probably love that idea. He would love that shit. Uh, next. You punch the card with a pattern that is in no way related to the code for the item it contains. This should make for an interesting experiment. Mad science is a lot of fun. I feel like this is going to end in some sort of explosion, but that's just me. It might. Who knows? I guess let's take it to the Mythbusters. Um, next. Unfortunately, you just burned another card in the process. Your deck is really dwindling now. Maybe you should have thought this through a little better. On the plus side, you just freed up your PDA, which is overflowing with the pent-up chatter of anxious pesterers. Finally, he can now just respond to his friends. I know, right? Uh, next. Oh, we see an imp looking in the window. This is a... It's just me, or this... Is this imp slightly, like, colored slightly differently? Well, yeah, usually we've been seeing them, like, uh, pinks and purples, and this one's kind of green and blue. Interesting. Uh, next. Uh, it's looking in there, Ooh. and it looks behind it, and there's a shadow creeping in. Next. Oh, oh Jesus. God. <laughs> I think... So... Oh, was what? that the bathtub? That's the bathtub. That's the bathtub. So yeah, this imp is just minding its own business, maybe uh -huh. about to attack John, and then... Uh, it gets a hit by a bathtub that flies through the wall. And nearly hits John. And it's straight yeah. up dead. This thing it, is murdered. Yeah, it, the grist is on the ground. That's how you know it's done. I think Rose is kind of losing control. Think so? I think she's just having a good time. That's true. Uh, next. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the bathtub it hits another wall and a bunch of grist falls out. I just like the idea of, like, the man some poor imps had no clue what was happening in that other room. <laughs> that imp was hanging out in the kitchen with Nana getting some cookies. And then... Thump. That's why there's so much grist. It was very fat after eating all those cookies. 
<laughs> uh, John, answer your chums. Uh, and we have messages from Rose and Dave. Uh, would you like me to keep taking Dave? Sure. It's up to you. I'm asking you. Uh, I'll take Dave next time. Okay. To even things out. I mean, whatever's good for you. I don't care. Yeah. Puppets. Awesome. That's really all there is to say on the matter. Turntight Godhead changed his mood to rancorous. John, I'm about to throw a bathtub through your wall. Watch out. Well, at, least she, <laughs> so, at least she tried. At least she, she tried. Uh, next. <laughs> uh, who do you want to take? You want to continue to be Rose? I'll actually take John. I haven't been John in a while. Okay, go for it. Well, that was totally unnecessary. I made a shortcut up the stairs. I thought it would be a good idea to get up there and try the cards as soon as possible. Also, you weren't being terribly responsive. You mean these stairs? Man, look at these shitty stairs. They're so narrow, I'm supposed to climb those? They're perfectly navigable. I'm saving on grist for now. If you keep slaying foes, collecting grist, and expanding the cash limit, we may not need to be so economical with our resources in the future. Oh, poor John. He's look at those, look at those, those very skinny th- stairs. Those are some skinny stairs. Like... Fuck. Next... And he looks up, and there's a gate. Oh, yeah, through the hole that Rose created in the roof. Yeah. So, why didn't you just build a way through that hole into my dad's room? Have you ever been in there? No. Exactly. Huh? I'd rather not get sidetracked. I'm more interested in further exploring the mechanics of the game than watching you discover what sort of outlandish harlequin decor your father keeps in his room. Oh, come on. What's the big deal? I'll just climb up and go right through. Will you? Yeah. Why not? Are you saying you've never wondered what's in there or why it's been kept a secret from you? Well, I mean, yeah. Then, trust me, you won't be going right on. Wait, are you saying there's something, like, troubling in there? I don't know. What do you mean? What do you see in there? I can't see in there. Oh. But I don't have a very good feeling about it. Pfft, whatever. I think I can handle a few more stupid clown paintings. Oh, John. Oh, John. Oh, John. Was it ever a time like you just weren't allowed in your parents' room? Yeah. I'm yeah. To think that um, my parents. Me. My parents never wanted me in their room. Like the entire time I lived there. Huh. Um. I mean, I still got to, but. Right. Yeah. Like. Wh- but it was always you... uncomfortable. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. I remember. I don't think there's ever a rule against that in my household, but I definitely always looked there for presents. That's like place number ah. one to go look. Sneaky one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now it's like whenever I'm chatting with my mom, we just like sit on a bed or like just oh for sure chat in the room. Like yeah, it's fine now because I'm an adult. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And she doesn't hide presents in there anymore. That I know of. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows, Molly? Yeah, I don't. Uh, Rose, move punch cards to John's room. Okay. She picks them up and puts them in front of the uh, totem lathe, I believe. Rose, drag some crocsite 
dowels to John's room. Oh god, some of these words are messing with me. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, we get those Cruxite dowels that all those imps made. Oh, uh, yes. And we line them up next to the totem light. I like how, again, Rose is just so methodical. Like, <laughs> Yeah, she has everything lined up, up real perfectly. nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, John, click Grist, examine safe. You swoop up the bountiful supply of Grist generated by your co-player's recent exploits. From now on, it will probably go without saying that you'll nab any Grist lying on the ground without making a big fuss over it. You check out the busted safe, which has made a noble sacrifice in battle. Some of your father's odds and ends is spilled out, including these old newspaper clippings and two rather hefty tomes. It's a fair bet that these books comprise at least half the weight of the safe. Jeez, that is a giant book. That is an enormous book. Uh, John, examine Family Tome of Humor. It's another copy of Colonel Sasker's daunting text of magical frivolity and practical japery. This one looks really old, perhaps an original printing? Could it be the same one involved with your grandmother's unfortunate accident on a fateful day? Dad would never speak a word about it, but maybe Nana wouldn't be so tight-lipped. You give it a cursory perusal. It appears to be similar to your reprinting, listing all the japes and chicancery you've come to know and love. You capture log it, thinking you may give it a closer look later. Do we know yet what happened to Nana? Uh, no. Oh boy. No, we really don't. Oh boy. Uh, John, examine contents of safe. Uh, he pulls out the other book, which is the Fatherly Gents Shaving Almanac. Amazing. Excuse me. The Fatherly Gents Shaving Almanac. So good. You take a look at the other book. You're sure Dad thought this was a scintillating read, but it looks pretty boring to you. Maybe you'll crack into it someday when you're old enough to shave? Everything in the safe was obviously very important to your father. You wonder why he kept it locked away from you. Some things about him you'll never understand. That, I mean, like, an old original printing of a book, I get, because that could be valuable. Yeah. And if it is pertaining to, like, an unfortunate family event, maybe, yeah, keep that locked away from your son. But this is a shaving guide, essentially. Like, Yeah, it's not really anything special. Not or maybe anything not, like, worth anything. Yeah, that's weird. Um, next. It seems he's been collecting scraps from the news over the years. These articles go back decades. Uh, and Wait, hold on. Uh, it's some articles about meteors. Uh, space rocks knock off local burbs block off. Uh, Crocker facility leveled. <laughs> and meteors. Also... That first one from the common hornographer is from Monday, April 13th. Yeah, 1990-something, it looks like. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Shortly after 4 a.m. today, a downpour of meteors in a residential neighborhood became yet another instance in a pattern of recent rocky cosmological patterns. The incident, aside from property damage and loss of life, was downplayed by authorities as not that big a deal. Hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's just meteors. It's fine. It's just meteors. What's the worst that can happen? God. They're not going to rob you. No. They're, they're not stealing your jobs. <laughs> no need for the media to be worried, then. <laughs> Jules, are these meteors illegal immigrants? Yes, they are. We need to build a dome, Molly. <laughs> And we'll make the medias pay for it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Christ. <laughs> I made you laugh way more than I expected. Oh, it's a good goof. Thank you. <laughs> uh, John, look at the piece of paper taped to the wall. Uh, and he does. 
Son, if you're reading this, it means you're now strong enough to lift the safe. You are now a man. As such, you are entitled to what is inside. I know you'll take this responsibility seriously. I am so proud of you. Okay, I love that his dad created a test of strength. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. Um, side point, I've actually... I've, I've seen a dad say that to his son, and it's it was A, surreal, and B, actually heartwarming to see that. Remember, this is not the first one of these notes we've found. That's true. So, John's dad is just leaving these everywhere. I know what I'm doing to my kid, if I ever have one. <laughs> Providing tests of strength. Child, now that you have seen this, you are ready to build a gunpla. What is that, you ask? <laughs> you will find the instructions inside. You found your first pair of nippers. <laughs> <laughs> You're now ready to clip the plat. Congratulations, you found my tome of toku boys. <laughs> Christ. Here is all, here's my bound almanac of all the Lincoln side on slash fiction you will ever need. Jesus Christ. I found it all. That's right, all of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> uh John, turn the card over. Uh O two, forty nine, thirteen. You guess this is the combination of the safe. This is completely useless. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. need that no more. Nope. I am going to remember those numbers, though, just in case. Cause, yeah, write that listen, shit down. You this is know. like an adventure game now. Like, There's been a safe, a combination, there have been dates. I need to keep all this in, on track. Some real lost shit right here. <laughs> God. Well, now I hate this, Molly. <laughs> well, now I hate this. Thanks. No, okay, don't. I'm going. Bye. See don't ya. lie to me. Uh, John, examine back of capture lock card on floor. It's all zeros. You guess these are all zeros? Or are they capital O's? Zeros would probably make more sense for an empty card, you think? I want to go back to the days where we put a slash through an O, through a zero. I kind of start, I do that at work uh, when I have to put the two same ones on the thing. Mm. I've noticed that at work, we tend to actually use either um, full stops or periods, as you Yanks call them, or even dashes instead of slashes for dates, because those can be mistaken for ones. I'm sorry, did you say uh, we use full stops? Yeah. As us Yanks call them, full stops? We say them. I'm sorry, I hear people say period in your neck of the woods. Yeah, period, yeah. Okay, alright, sure. But yes, I understand what you mean. Yes. <laughs> uh, John, capture log the card. John, capture logs oh, the capture log card, and the totem he used to get into the game just got shut the fuck out. God You're not going to see it, that John. again. God damn it, John. That I one's hate... a goner. That's just like, that's in the abyss. <laughs> so long. <laughs> see you, space cowboy. Rip. Uh, John, enter code on back of card into the, into DesignX. It's all ones. You type Wait. it in, the green light comes on. Huh. Uh, a capture log card and a capture log card is all ones, I guess. 
weird. Also, I do like that there's now just a, an imp in the tub in the there's corner. There's an imp chilling in the tub. It's fine. Imp in the tub. Welcome to my new ska band, Imp in the Tub. <laughs> uh, John, punch card. Uh, he does that. And we have a pester Ooh. log. Wait, John, before you punch that. Oh, I was about to say. If you first took note of the code, then removed the card from the card, you would have punched the blank one. You'd have only burned one card instead of two. Oh, yeah. You're right. Damn it. Uh, John is... Well, uh, can't win John, you... John. God damn it, John. <laughs> John, throw hat down in disgust. <laughs> and it goes flying <laughs> over the abyss. I love this image. This is such a good gift. <laughs> Like, you think, oh, he's going to throw the hat on the ground. Nope. Just, like, into the abyss. Right as the same as the uh, totem he threw. I I wish I had an abyss to throw things into. Same. Get rid of all these gunpla boxes. Anyway, um, John, capture log punch, capture log, capture log card. Jesus. Uh, he does that, and Rose catches the PDA and puts it in front of him. Well, because of it just sweet catch pops up. Yep. That's, uh, maybe Rose should have thought twice about creating John a shortcut, because this doofus boy <laughs> is making a mess of it. I, what? I do like that she just, like, slowly places the PDA in front of him, like, yep. listen... John. 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 John, take PDA. Two card solid X. Inventory of dumbasses. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, he picks John. up the PDA. The Colonel Sassikers flies out the. Well, flies out the wall uh, and kills an imp. At least it didn't go into the abyss. That's a. F- yep. That's a prize family heirloom, John. Yep. You gotta Idiot. be careful. John, level up. John levels up from Champ Fry to Pesky Urchin. Uh, he Aww. gets some more room for uh, his uh, Gris Cash, and he earns, let's see, 200 Boom Bucks. So, we got 740 also, now. Plus 5 Man Grit. 5 Man Grit. I do kind of want that piggy bank. That's a cute It's very bank. cute. It's very cute. Um, Colonel Sesco, <laughs> level up for slaying the imp. <gasps> The colonel soars to new heights on his echelon ladder, reaching the rung one-man julep vacuum, and pockets 9,550 boom dollars. Chump change for the genteel aristocratic southern colonel. I like that the colonel earns more than John. <laughs> yeah? That's pretty good. Um, bathtub, level up for slaying the imp. I was actually going to mention why aren't these things being leveled up as they kill imps, but I guess now's the time. The bathtub surges heroically and surpasses the rung Archimedes Aqua Cradle, proceeding directly to vaunted rung Taft Jammer. The tub takes off with a cool 490 boon dollars. The tub's basing capacity remains unaffected. Aww, you can't win them all, tub. Can't win them all. Uh, safe. Level up for slaying the imp. Okay, I guess here we go. The safe was slain in battle. 
a great flaming nautical pyre carries it off to Vault Hollow. God damn it, that's so good! That's <laughs> so good! That's such a good joke! <sighs> off to Vault Hollow it goes. <laughs> uh, John, make your way up those stairs post haste. You're not sure. They look pretty precarious to you. But you've been assured. But you've been assured the stairs are perfectly navigable. Uh, next. Lad scramble! He tries to get up there and he falls and he's clinging to the side. Lousy goddamn stupid stairs! <laughs> um, next. Yeah. Oh. That's, uh. uh ooh, ooh, that. That's a little bit bigger than an imp. That's a, That's actually, yeah, considering how big Colonel Sack... Mmm, that's a big imp. Uh, Dave, ignore a little cow and find the beta. Can one truly ignore a little cow? Like... You wander over to the place where your bro keeps his sweet turntable gear. Man, that setup is sweet. You feel pangs of jealousy whenever you walk by it. Really cool jealousy, though. Like, the kind where instead of getting all worked up about it, you don't actually give a shit. One of your brother's rad, extremely expensive ninja swords is missing, though. You know this drill all too well. Trouble's a brewing. I hate that he calls it a ninja sword. God yeah. Damn it, Dave. Dave, you shitty teen. Uh, Dave, <laughs> take expensive ninja sword. What sword? Uh, it's Wait. gone. Wait. Hold on. Okay. What? That's that's no, that's fine. No, no, you know what? Never mind. Um, what Dave, ex- Dave, exit your bro's room. It's fine. That sword just fucking disappeared. Apparently, fuck that. You approach the exit. There's something on the door you haven't seen before. Looks like one of your bro's <laughs> ironic comics <laughs> for you to check out. Uh, 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 mm, mm. Molly, 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 Julie, Molly, Molly, Julie. Molly. Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm hey, actually hi. sliding okay? away from my computer on my wheelie chair right now. Um, <laughs> I don't. What's What's the problem? I don't. I. Uh, mm, uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is it little cow? Yes. Okay. Okay. We it's can work. It's the fact with that this. little cow just. I don't know how to describe what he did. He just appeared next well, to Dave on the turntable. Yeah, he just kind of showed up. But, like, no, 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 what appeared is too nice. It's too, like, pacified of a term to use in this case. Little Cow fucking leapt there. Oh, next. Yeah, there's something going on there. Yeah, you think? Oh, uh, we look at the comic on there. And it's a it's a dog... Talking to something. And I guess we'll just read this. What have I done? Animal, please start breathing. Oh, God, please breathe. (laughs) Okay, make-believe time is over. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. What will Nanny do to me if she finds out? No one can ever know. I have to hide the body. But where? Think, imagination. Ugh, the one time I really need you. Uh, click. And the light turns on. Hello, Ralph. I want to play a game. I want to play a game. 
so this is fucked it's up. Like, uh... It's like the, the fucking like jigsaw puppet. Frog as the saw guy. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, but it's also Kermit. It's Kermit. Yeah. That. It's Kermit the frog <laughs> as the saw. Have you seen the first saw? Yeah. Like, no, no one took that cool. seriously when the puppet just fucking rolled in on a tricycle, right? I don't think you can. You, you can't. Like, it's supposed to be creepy, but it's not, because it's a fucking puppet. But if it was a little cow. Oh, next. Now I'm creeped out. Okay, some of this stuff you know he's just leaving around to get under your skin. This is obviously another ploy in his relentless siege of one-upmanship to get your goat. The same goat you'd be meaning to bleat like ironically, but that will still have to wait for a more appropriate time. You think he knows that deep down you feel like you're still not ironic enough to get stuff like this, and this is probably some weird gauntlet he's throwing down to see if you'll get it. But honestly, you think this material's just a little too ironic. You just don't need to see this shit right now. Man, Dave, just... Dave, please, Yeah, that is a little, please, please. A little fucked up. Yeah, it's really fucked up, but Dave, you need to understand there's some really fucked up shit going on around you. Please. Please. Please have <laughs> Dave, this revelation. please realize. Ah, oh, Dave, go into the kitchen. No sign of bro in here, either. Well, aside from the absurd quantity of awesome, dangerous stuff he leaves lying around. Um, the kitchen's full of knives and ninja stars and, uh, fireworks. This is bad. This is very bad. So... Yeah. Like, this is what happens if you... Someone who's, like, in his late teens... And lives the life of, that Dave's brother leaves should not be left in charge of an apartment. No. Like. Well, well, it, it says that this is the stuff Bro has left lying around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not Dave. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, yeah. Dave's bro is obviously the one in charge of the apartment. Like, he shouldn't be left in charge of the apartment. Clearly. Yeah, um, Dave, transfer Katana to Strife Specibus. With an escalating sense of threat, you think it's time you shift, nine, your Katana, nine, to your Specibus. You figure it's better to free up the card anyway, since you might need to grab some of this stuff. Alright, uh, oh god, one of those fucking smuppets is there. Um, Dave, set Blender to mix. Okay, it's in the Blender, so I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, we press it, and, oh god. Ugh! You guess your bro stuck some fake blood capsules in that puppet? Pretty gross. When you blend a puppet, blood should not come out. No. Ever. No. Ugh. Next. And there's the saw doll on top of the microwave. Looks like it's uh. got a camera in its eye. You spot one of your bro's many cams, webcams nearby recording the incident. It seems you may have just been an unwitting accessory to some sort of grizzly puppet snuff film. You're not totally sure how you feel about that. This puppet's head turned on its own and has a built-in webcam that zoom with a zoom function. Yep. It's I and Yeah. Dave's brother just lured him into being part of a puppet snuff film which will be sold online. Yes. That's definitely gonna be on plush rooms. I hate all of this? I hate all of this. Yeah? Next. Uh, Dave cuts off the dude's head. Honestly, yeah, I'd do the same. Yeah, same. Uh, Dave, capture log 
Buster Sword from behind Microwave. Oh my god, it is a, it's, it is a fucking yep. Buster Sword. This might be the only thing in your whole apartment that's a bigger piece of shit than your sword. You put it back behind the microwave where it belongs. God. Dave, set Blended to crush ice. It's just sort of bouncing around in there. You're making a bit of a mess now. Yeah, that thing is not like shredding or, no. or whatever. Like, it's just there. The saw doll head is just gonna. Yeah. It's gonna bounce uh, in there. Dave, hide evidence in microwave. Yeah, this will be fine. Uh, he goes to uh, open the microwave, and there's a bunch of Smuppets in there. God, that's a clown car full of Smuppets in that microwave. See, like, his hobbies are cool and all, and you guess he's gotta put his shit somewhere, but what if you wanted to heat up a burrito or something? His kitchen's pretty much useless. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this is the kitchen. This is not, like, his own room now. This is the kitchen. No, this is the kitchen. Also, did it just reveal that Dave's brother's room is literally in the kitchen? And slash dining room? Um, it might be, yeah. You might just have the entire living room. That's really fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's good that he gave Dave his own room, but... I I think there's other rooms in this apartment. Like, yeah. Like, Bro could probably take one. Bro could probably take one. Yeah. Also, God, just him trying to smash those He's just those trying to smash those Smuppets back into that microwave. He doesn't want any part of this. No. I think he's, I think he's slowly becoming more and more sick of this. Yeah. Uh, Dave, grab those fireworks. You capture log all the fireworks. Uh, two plus one. Uh, I'm not going to read all that. But it is a five. The sink has to offer. You just know these are going to come in handy. Why would they be in the sink if they weren't? Looks like one of them is still stuck in the garbage disposal. That will be fine. Uh, and John's blue box was also on his five, so now he's a box of fireworks. Ooh, that's pretty convenient. Uh, Dave, capture log shurikens. You grab the shurikens and... Hey, oh. careful where you're putting that stuff! Especially if you're looking to turn your silex into a powder keg full of sharp things. This is a very dangerous silex. This is a really dangerous silex. He almost dropped a bunch of explosives on his head. Yep. Uh, I mean, like, honestly, they're fireworks. They wouldn't have done anything because they're not no. lit, but still. Yeah. Would have hurt like hell. Uh, next. You put the box of fireworks is a three... <laughs> Back into card five and prepare to start over, or card three. Apparently, that settles that thing. Hmm. Uh, Dave, tick nunchaku. You tick the nunchaku three once again, grabbing without thinking ahead. <laughs> Dave I mean, like, the slowly is turns towards the camera, just like. He's trying so hard to be cool and failing at it's it. It's just not working. It's just not working. Uh, next. First, you <laughs> capture log the box again while adeptly oh. avoiding the shuriken trap, which you set for yourself only moments ago. Jesus Christ, I think Dave might actually be worse than John at this. Yeah, he gets out of the way with a dude dodge, and all the shurikens hit the fridge. Uh, it's not a good scene. No, next. You once again round up all the fireworks. Time to regroup here. I think he just needs to pick which one he wants. God. Uh, Dave, capture yeah. each shuriken individually. You grab each shuriken one at a time, knocking out those nunchaku. But no worries, you've got a plan. I think better damn well have a plan at this point. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Dave, capture lock nunchucks. 
you take the nunchucks. Everything yeah. seems to be everything seems to be in order now. It would have been badass to go with the authentic Japanese names for each weapon, but sometimes you just gotta compromise with this modus. What what are you so worried about? Only a little cow moved again. Only I don't like this. I don't Oh, yeah, he did, huh? Don't fucking play dumb! This is serious. This is serious business now. There's a... Some murder puppet. Um... Well, I was gonna say Muppet, but... Hmm, well, maybe. Still applies in this case. No, it's not a Muppet. It's a Murpet. Yeah. It's a Murpet on the loose, Molly. It's a Murpet, sure. Yeah. I like the one, like, sane yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, it's not very safe, probably. Like, I'm, all, I'm like the one rational person in, like, a horror movie, like, screaming to the sheriff, like, There's a Murpet on the loose! Don't you understand? <laughs> you need to shut down this town for the summer! God. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave, examine fetch modus. You flip over your fetch modus and check out the back. You're not really sure where it is to keep in this thing? Oh, well, who cares? <laughs> yeah, uh, So it looks like you could change the values... Um, so before, oh. consonants are worth two and vowels are worth one. It looks like uh, on here you can get uh, consonants worth one, yeah, vowels worth two, well, even... uh, and one where each letter uh, going up ascending is worth a different number. So A equals one, huh. B equals two, C equals three, so on and so forth. Huh. Well, uh, Dave, press uh, the eject button. Also, oh. yeah, uh, there's also a detect collisions box. Interesting. Uh, but we will eject button uh, uh, and a second box pops out of the card and asks you if you really want to eject all items from your Silodex oh hell no not after all that trouble you went through to get that stuff situated this is potentially a very dangerous button okay to be fair to Dave if this were John he would have just hit the yes button without realizing like the consequences yeah he absolutely would have uh, Dave change to scramble points hash modus okay First, you program your modus with the Scrabble Points hash function, adding it to the list. A equals 1, B equals 3, C equals 3, D equals 2, E equals 1, F equals 4. I'm not going to read all these, but it's Scrabble oh, Points. God. Yeah. This might be a cool function to use, but it looks like you'll have to empty your Celadex to select it. You're just not going to do that yet. No way. Yeah, maybe not. Um, Dave, check the box. Detect collisions. Okay. You do that. Well, let's see where this goes. Uh, Dave, take the skateboard. And just what is this guy so happy about? What's he looking at up there? You think if you see one more soft, bulbous bottom being like, kind of jutting out all impudent or whatever, you're gonna fly off the handle. <laughs> I was gonna uh, like there's a the... on top of the skateboard. It's yeah, looking very happy. Looking very happy. Um, I was like, there's just a bunch of snap snapback caps lying around. Just a bunch of snapbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, next. Okay. Oh, he cuts that puppet's nose off. Just like uh, the tip. It lands back in the sink, and the nose lands on the skateboard. Yep. Just the tip. Uh, just the tip. Uh, next. You take the skateboard, uh, but it's a six. Actually, no, you don't. A collision has been detective. You take the, uh, wheeled, uh, ride. Man, your inventory's nomenclature is getting lamer by the minute. <laughs> but that's a seven, so he can take it. So basically, the tick collisions stops him from, like, murdering himself by accident. That's good, at yep. least. Uh, Dave, capture log the unplugged power cord. You take the power cord. 
uh, five. Wait, nope, not gonna work. <laughs> Dave, think of a new word for power cord. You take the battery pack. Oh, damn it. You take the battery pack, using a Y as a consonant. Your Syllodex reluctantly accepts. It's a tactic notoriously employed by hashmap nudes, but you just don't care about that now. Besides, it's not like your bros around to see. Um, Molly, did Lil Cal just steal the puppet nose? It looks like Lil Cal might have just stolen the puppet nose. What's Lil Cal gonna do with the puppet nose? I, I don't know. Okay, um, next. Oh! Oh. Huh. That's actually less creepy now. Well, that's not Lil' Cal. That's not Lil' Cal, it's moving I mean, about. it is Lil' Cal. I mean, it, but... Lil' Cal is being moved around, but Lil' Cal's not the one doing the moving. Yeah, who's that? Well, I can make guesses, but we'll see, I guess. Uh, next. Okay. I like Dave's just fucking freaked out by this thing. Dave turns around and gets the shit scared out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, search, search for the mad snacks, yo. Oh, there's just Lil' Cal again. You could never stay mad at him. Anyway, you've got to get this way rude hunger out of control. You figured you had to scope the fridge for some grub. This hunger is so ill-mannered it would make a room full of snooty dowagers commit mass suicide. Jesus. That's a hell of a saying. Uh, Dave, open refrigerator. Yep. Oh god, more shitty swords! <laughs> of course you knew these were in here. You're not even sure you looked. If you want to keep any food or beverages in this apartment, you've pretty much got no choice but to hide stuff away in your closet. Oh, I don't... That's actually really sad. Dave has to hide his food. Because his brother fills up the fridge with swords. Like... Fake anime swords. Like, I see a gun sword in there from Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. God. Uh, Dave, take swords. Oh, this can go well. The hell with it. You take the entire jumble of unbelievably shitty swords and brace yourself for... Oh, looks like that works, actually. It's a two. You <laughs> couch lug a jumble of unbelievably shitty swords. Dave, use Ice Maker. It's still hot around here. Oh, you dispense several cherry bombs. What is... What what is bro's deal? Seriously. Like, um, God. It doesn't seem good. No. Like, that required work to get the ice dispenser in the fridge to shoot out cherry bombs. Jesus. I mean, it's like, so what we know about bro right now is that he doesn't keep any food in the apartment. He fills up mm -hmm. the fridge with swords and the microwave with puppets... Uh, and got Dave to unwittingly participate in killing a puppet for his weird fucky puppet website? I hate bro so much right now. Uh, next. Doesn't look good. No. Yeah. Wait. Who's that looking at you in the reflection? It's a little cow. Uh, next. Little cow. Uh, Dave's looking around. Where'd that little dude scamper off to this time? He's on top of the fridge now. Oh god, I hate this so much. Um, Dave, capture all cherry bombs. You go for the cherry bombs unsuccessfully. 
After mulling it over a bit, you take the red spherical salutes. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, this salute uh, so has gone from nine very... would have clashed. Yeah, nine would have clashed with the battery pack. Yeah, so, yeah. And Felix has gone from very cool to being <clears throat> very dorky. Yeah, I like it a lot. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, take Blender. Blender is a pretty simple word. Man, you can already tell it's not gonna work. Instead, you take the Whirling Blade Pitcher. That's actually really a much better name for it anyway, you think. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that so much. That's pretty good. Although, his Silex is getting fuller and fuller. Like... Yeah, I think he's used most of his cards now. Except for 0 and 8 from the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, Dave, activate Garbage Disposal. Oh, this will go well. Uh... And the firecracker gets eaten up. Well, at least, you know, that's fine, I guess. Um, yeah. Dave, stuff down Mr. Purple Guy into the garbage disposal. You're still not so sure what he's happy about or what he's looking up at up there. That's gruesome to watch. Yep, he just killed that smuppet. Can you really kill a smuppet? I think he just did. Is it really, like, alive, though? Um, Maybe. Who knows? Alright, well, next. They're pretty creepy, so... Yeah. While you're at it, you dump the contents of your blender... Oops, I mean whirling blade pitcher into the disposal. But you suffer an unfortunate garbage disposal head jam. You notice something in a reflection. Something above you. What the hell is... There's a puzzle piece reflected in the sink. Uh, Dave, look up. You look up, and uh, there's a puzzle piece on the ceiling written in red that says, Hello, Dave. It's the hatch to the crawl space above your apartment. Bro's always tucking away in there when he's busting out his rad stealth stunts. He's so slick that that dangling cord never even jostles. You just know he's being ironic with these weird mind games. There's no way anyone could be serious about aping those shitty moves. That's creepy as all hell. Yeah, it's like... It's really creepy. Like, I don't want to look up one day and see a puzzle piece written in what looks like blood to say that says, Hello, Jules. No? You don't want that? No, I'm pretty good. That seems really Very much okay without that. Okay. Molly, don't ever do that. I swear to God. Okay. I swear to fucking God, don't you dare do that. (laughs) Uh, Dave, use the turntables and cineplox to make a fort. It's a pretty sweet fort you just made, and you're pretty sure your brother would agree. Under different circumstances, you might be high-fiving each other right now. But rather than get inside and take her for a spin, you really need to use up and get that hatch. Uh, Dave, yank cord. It's time you face your destiny. No going back now. I like how determined Dave always looks. (laughs) He's gonna do the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Next. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. There's a bunch of Smuppets falling out. God, it's raining Smuppets. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. So this explains that pestilogue. Oh, did you click next? Oh, sorry. I said, sorry, next. Sorry. Yep. And I mean, I thought that was that him. was where I was gonna go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there's even a squish on him out of pier. Like. Yep. Oh, next. And he lands in a pile of them. Oh my god! That's so many. There was pretty much no way there wasn't going to be a bunch of puppets in there. 
He's so mad. He's so mad right now. This is the most emotion we've seen from Dave ever so far. Yeah, right? Uh, next. And I did say I'll take Dave next time. Oh, wait, this is actually the same pestle. Uh, we have read this already, so okay, yeah. we don't need to read we... it again. Okay, uh, Dave, read the note on the hatch. Bro, Roof, now, bring Cal. We're doing this, man. We're making this happen. <laughs> God, he quoted fucking Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff. He sure did. Uh, that note is uh, stabbed into the fridge, or um, into the hatch with a batarang. Just, I hate bro so much. Yeah. Uh, Dave, burst out the puppet pile like the one. <gasps> oh, he busts out with a katana and cuts all of those puppets up. Oh, I would too. I would too. Uh, Dave, be the other guy. You're now the other guy. <laughs> We're John. back with John. Yep. Uh, John, take dowels and sheets from bed and make a tent. This Aww. is so much fun! A uh, huge weight of time, yes, but so much fun! I like John. John's adorable. John's adorable. I also got ghost sheets. I want those sheets, actually. Those They're are really, really good cute. sheets. They're really cute. Oh, man. When I move out, I'm going to get some sweet sheets. <laughs> some ghost sheets. Some ghost sheets. Some toku sheets. Yeah. I don't think they make those in adult sizes. Probably not. Can maybe get Gundam sheets. Maybe. What if you just learned how to stitch sheets? It's just saying I build sheets? What if you built sheets? Sheet plaw? Bed plaw. I guess bed plaw's... Gun bed. Bed plaw's just making the bed. Gun bed. (laughs) You're just gonna tape some guns to my bed. (laughs) It might not be a bad idea. Welcome to my sleepy fortress of doom. (laughs) Nap if you dare. (laughs) God. Uh, Next. Rose throws it all out the window. Oh no! <laughs> and oh there no! Goes the sheets. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's oh. I don't like that. That's mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't like Rose anymore. John has things to be doing. <laughs> I know, but she just needs to throw everything of his into the fucking abyss. Like, I think she's probably a little on edge, given she might die very soon here. I know, but oh, that's, that's mean. There's no need to be uh, mean yeah. in the apocalypse, Molly. I I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's probably a little on edge. Yeah, but come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, John, carve a totem of the punch pogo card. You put the punch card containing the pogo right in the slot and carve a totem from one of the Cruxite dials. Huh. So we have a new totem. Ooh. Uh, John, repeat process with other cards and dowels. Okay, we do that. And they come out different. You use the card containing the code for the hammer, as well as the one with the random code you punched over the shaving cream card for the hell of it. You carve the respective totems for the cards. Uh, John, do the same thing with capture log, capture log card. You make a totem for the capture log, capture log card. Pretty bare bones looking totem, if you ask you. Looks Wait, like it yeah. just shaves it down a bit. Yeah, like a little bit. Not even just a huge a amount. No. Yeah. Um, Rose, collect totems. Okay. You stow the totems in your Athenium. So Ooh. now she can deploy new hammers, new pogo rides, and new capsule cards. Interesting. Okay, I see. Yeah. 
Uh, Rose, produce capture lock card. The Alchemator requires one unit of any type of burst to produce one card. You decide to use Shale, since it seems less generally useful than Build Grist as of now. You make a whole bunch of them. Uh, next. And she brings them back to John. Whoa, did you make just make all of these? Yes. Sweet, thanks. Uh, what did you do with all the blue, wobbly, like, vase-looking things? I brought the totems out to the Alchemator to test them. I'm taking some things into my own hands to save some time. Okay. She's gotta uh, work on our game FAQ. Yeah, she's gotta work on a game FAQ. Come on, John. You create a hammer at the expense of two units of build grist. Hmm. Uh, next. You make a pogo ride, too. Minus five build, one shale. Next. Uh, and the imps have picked that stuff up. Yep, the imps are having a bit of fun, looks like. You use the totem carved with a random code. You create a rocket pack? With some random crap stuck inside it. it. Looks like a cinder block of violin and a flower pot. The items have rendered the device completely inoperable. Oh my god. That's what the hell? A rocket pack. A rocket pack that's useless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, next. You figure you might as well put this piece of junk to use. And Rose okay. drops it on the end. Yep, that's great. Uh, John, collect cards. Using a little strategy, first you grab Harry Anderson's Wise Guy by Mike Cavani, then the cards, then your ejected PDA, then the book again to flush the cards into your deck. Nice going. He's figuring this out, finally. Finally. Uh, John, turn on Detect Collisions. You flip your fetch monai, but find no such option. This is idiotic. Oh great, so he has nothing. Cool. Well, he has Philo and FIFO. I guess, but like... <laughs> The, the tech collisions would really help John. Yeah. Uh, John, read book. Be the wise guy. Uh, an introduction. Who's this wise guy? Blood loss in the Big Easy. New Orleans, 1977. The close-up room at the Magic Castle was this mean little box that tended to fill up with so much smoke you'd swear someone was cremating a wet dog in there. In walks Anderson. There isn't much that gets liquor to pause its journey from the table to my lips, but I'll be the bastard love child of a listless octoroon. That kid was the cat that swallowed the canary in a dapper little hat. It looked like he was testing the tensile strength of suspenders to the damn near limit with a pair of cocky thumbs. I was impressed. But I'm a fool. Somehow in my emotion for another beverage, he'd already slipped into polite conversation at a table held down by some notoriously brilliant... Brusque... Brusque? Yeah, brusque. Brusque regulars. He had them in no time flat. They were making, they were melting butter in his glass ramekins. Whatever tidy yard he'd spun to win them over, I didn't catch a word of it. One of them laughed. I was angry. Envious? Maybe a little. Yeah, you bet I was. Anderson had one of those little wooden finger choppers that Mickey Hayes used to sell. The cut where the blade could be removed and clearly shown. It was a very convincing little guillotine that did not look like a novelty to her toy. Harry would get a guy to examine the chopper and then cut a cigar in half. Then he'd hold the guy's hand up and told the silly story. The story, of course, was artifice. A distraction for the guy and the audience while he worked his stuff with a chopper. Or it would become that once his famous chopper trick was perfected, vaulting with a famed fortune the crowning position of the uh, television judiciary. With what became his signature aplomb, Anderson was in moments a font of breast pocket gauze, profuse apology, and redoubling determination. 
It's really amazing how hard it is to find a guy, a bloody sausage-sized piece of a guy on the floor in a room that dark and smoky. Impossible, I think we all proved. Just as impossible as blind Willie Buttermilk Stubbs is gonna find work to his trumpet tomorrow night without his twiddling fingers. Okay. <laughs> that was a whole thing. You never really understood what Cavani's relation to Anderson was, or why he wrote this book about him. His ambivalent attitude towards your favorite magician in these anecdotes always struck you as a little weird, and to be honest, you tend not to read much of the text of the book. You mostly like to look at the diagrams for the cool tricks. <laughs> Next. Uh, so we see... A, a diagram where there is a hole puncher in the card. Uh, and it's called the A Hole in the Ace, a.k.a. the A-Hole Trick. Um, I'm going to read this, okay? Okay. Here's a perfect example of how Harry could ruin several decks of cards, waste everyone's valuable time, and have you love him for it. He was good at that. One day, he noisily emptied his suit jacket pocket under the hood of his car and served a change for a meter. A clicky metal thing slid from the pile and bounced on the sidewalk. As I retrieved it for him, I asked what he was doing with a hole puncher in his pocket. His face lit up with a question like he was an elf, and I asked him how he felt about climbing into the hollow of a big tree to bake some cookies or something. The two-foot-six-inch height differential between us causes these comparisons to enter my mind. A small crowd had already gathered around even before he produced the first pack of unmolested cards. How people seem to gather and how they even know a street performance is about to take place, I'll never know. It's perhaps Anderson's greatest trick, blurring the marks like that. I wanted to ask if he was sure about this before we broad daylight. He was used to working in dark rooms. It was usually the first thing out of his mouth when he would queer a trick. I'm really more accustomed to working in a dark room than this. But Harry was excited and had already butchered the first deck of cards with the hole puncher and issued the first round of apologies to the crowd. These were like primer apologies, the sort that got folks loosened up a bit before the seven-course meal of ingratiation that would inevitably follow. He asked me for a fresh deck of cards, and I gave him one. The principle behind the trick, in theory, as he explained to me later, was to punch holes in what appeared to be one card, but it was in fact two or more together, hence the difficulty he had in squeezing the puncher with his little elfish hands. Then, using some coy maneuvers with his thumb, temporarily concealing the hole where he slid the card beneath it with his palm, the hole would seem to disappear or move to another part of the card. Oh yeah, that's right. The old hole in the ace trick. Interestingly enough, pertaining to punching holes in cards and making them disappear and stuff. Your hands were never really strong enough to make this one work all that well, either. But, actually, this gives you an idea. Hmm. What if I we wonder the what... punch cards? Yeah, huh. This has reminded me when I got into a certain phase in my teenagehood when I was reading a lot about, like, not necessarily magic tricks, but, like, old griffs and cons that people yeah, pull. sure. One of my favorites is, um... You get, like... You, you you spring up a bet at like a bar like oh I bet you I can't um I bet you I can swap this shot of water with this shot of like alcohol without using a third shot glass yeah and what you do is you then get like a business card from someone slide it over the top of the uh, one of the shot glasses as long as there's it doesn't fully cover it you then quickly place the other shot glass on top of it. And because of the weight differential of alcohol and water, they'll actually swap places. Nice. It's like a trick you have to be very dexterous to do and such, but right, it's but absurd. you can do it. There's another one where, like, um, again, these are all like stuff you pull at the bar at like a pub or something because that's when people are that most pliable. 
and one of them is you just, like, you have one guy who goes, like, strikes up a conversation with some strangers at the bar, like, gets them all, like, chatting and stuff, have a good time, yeah. and then you mention, like, oh, man, I saw this, like, uh, thing the other night where some guy, he showed, like, he could deflect water off of him that was thrown at him, like, just by pressing his palms together like he was praying, uh-huh. and, you know, people are like, oh, that, that's not gonna happen, and he goes, no, 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 give it a try, I bet you, like, you know, um, fifty dollars, or like a round of drinks that I can do it, and <laughs> the other people are like, no, fuck, like, okay, well, fine, if you're gonna pay for our drinks or give me money, then sure, yeah. let's do this, and, like, they'll throw the glass of water at you, you get drenched, you go, ah, well, I, you know what, I've I'll let them, um, person my word, let me fulfill my promise, you buy them drinks, give them money. But there's a second person who's part of your con elsewhere in the bar within, um, like, line of sight with another group of people who's, like, gussied up with them saying, hey, I bet you, I like, you, you try and, you try and get them in this mood that, like, oh, you're very good at, like, reading people. And you go, uh-huh. I, I'll tell you how good at I am. I bet you, you see that group across the room? I bet you that guy's gonna, like, get uh, water thrown in his face, and he's not gonna get mad, <laughs> but he's gonna even pay for their drinks. I bet you, yeah. like, uh, you bet, like, double the amount the other guy's bet. Right. Like, super absurd little grifts like that I love. That's great. Uh, next. God, I like that. <laughs> you overlap two of the punch cards. They mask each other's hole patterns. Ooh. Uh, so he John, overlaps yeah. the pogo with the hammer. Interesting. Uh, John, put both cards in totem lathe. You carve another totem using the new combined hole pattern. John, take it to the alchemata. Oh man, looks like Rose made like a million hammers for some <laughs> reason. Get all this shit out of the way, you're about to make something sweet! Oh, I've, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, next... Oh, shit. <gasps> oh, shit, yes? We get a pogo hammer. Oh, my God. I love this. I love this. Yeah? It's got the little Slimer on top, too. This does remind me of one of my favorite jokes from a fucking World of Warcraft comic of all things. Of, uh-huh. like, uh, a character using what he calls the stealth hammer, which is, like... It's a double-sided, like, hammer like this, but one side has, like, a sponge on it. Okay. And basically, like, it's so soft, no one will hear it being used against someone, and someone goes, but you're not going to hurt the other person. They're just going to start screaming that they're being hit by a sponge hammer, and the the person goes, well, yeah, that's why I hit them on the other end, then to shut them up. (laughs) It's it's like, oh, wait, no, 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 mm, moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next. You got the pogo hammer. Fuck yes. John is fucking... He's so stoked. If you created, like, your own personalized weapon with something you love, would you not be super happy? Oh, I'd be fucking stoked. Uh, John, practice with new weapon. Uh, he starts (laughs) bouncing it back and forth, and there's an imp nearby, and he looks a bit concerned. Boing, 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 boing. (laughs) What did you do? I combined the cards in the lay thingy and made this. It is so sweet. Man, look at me go. I see. That was a really good idea, John. Nice work. Thanks. I got the idea from Harry Anderson. Who? Uh, you know, the show Night Court? No. Oh. 
Oh, bottom line is, he's awesome. That's really all there is to the matter. <laughs> Great job, John. <laughs> Good job, John. Good job, you ever John. Have Night Court? <laughs> God. To be honest, I was John because I was the kid who watched a lot of old TV on oh, like classic sure. channels. So I was like the one watching Night Court and fucking Cheers and Mash and Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I got really of deep into Laverne and Shirley. That was a weird yeah, time in my life. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I feel like it explains a certain amount of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John, attack the nearest imp to test Pogo Hammer's strength. You get a vicious rhythmic bouncing combo going, you <laughs> easily slay the imp in one blow. You and the Pogo Rider catapulted sky high in the process. I think, don't think John calculated this correctly. <laughs> no, not so much. Next. He goes flying. Oh boy. Oh, and the Pogo Ride the Imp was on flies towards the top of this, uh, John's highest point of his house. <laughs> hey, Jules. Yeah? What's that in the top right corner of this panel? Oh, why is there an arm again? I don't like these arms, Molly. They... Now, not only is this arm there, that's just the sky. Yeah, like, that's not, like, another surface. It's not, that's like, a physical sp- object that's coming out of it. It's just the sky. Oh, next. Uh, oh, God. And the pogo ride falls into the tree and knocks an imp out. Nice. Uh, next. We still haven't seen John. No, oh. oh. <laughs> Rose caught him with a bed. Sweet catch. I severely enjoy John's falling down on his back animation. Same. Yeah, he's just, he's dead to the world. Yep, if that bed wasn't there, he would have landed in the fucking hole. Yep. Uh, next. Uh. Oh. Uh-oh. That, that big imp is on that's the a, bottom floor where the safe was. That's a big imp. Um, Next. We get um, a look at the pogo tree, and it looks like there's another big imp. These are some big imps. Yeah. Rose Pesta John. Hey, that was a uh, pretty uh nice uh sweet catch. Save. Oh yeah, that. This is pretty comfy. Why don't you just like carry the bed around with me on it? Up to the gate up there! I can't interact with you directly or anything that you're touching if it will result in moving you. See? Oh. Lame. The game probably regards that as kind of cheating. In a way, thieving you of your free will as an adventurer and the need to advance your own skill and ingenuity. The server player is just a facilitator. Well, okay. Well, it's going around kind of wore me out. I think I'm going to rest here for a bit. Rose, can you keep the imps at bay? Like, drop some stuff on them if they sneak up too close. No, you should pick up your hammer and defend yourself. What? Come on! I have no idea what the hell Dave is up to, or if he's any closer to recovering the game. There's some stuff I'd like to try in case he doesn't come through. Oh, alright. I'm just gonna rest my eyes here for a second, though. And we've got a sound clip next. John Sleep. Uh, John looking up into the sky. He sees the gate. 
and little music plays and he closes his eyes and goes to sleep. Oh, I like that. That's like weirdly a little Zelda-ish. Yeah, it's a, it's just like a little thing. It's very yeah, cute. Like little mm-hmm. lullaby tune. I like that. Uh, Rose, check Alchemy ex- Excursus. 